Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to teach you five different ways that you can use to build experience in a brand new field. So this is for all my career changers out there who are super frustrated with applying for job after job only to be told that, hey, you're a great person, but you just don't have enough experience. And I know just how frustrating that can be because I went through it myself. When I was trying to transition from healthcare into tech, I had absolutely no experience in tech, specifically sales and marketing, which is where I wanted to get into. And I applied to hundreds and hundreds of companies who told me that exact same thing. So I realized at a certain point that no company was just going to take a chance on me. Instead, If I wanted to make this happen, I had to go out and create my experience for myself. I had to find ways to get out there, roll up my sleeves, and actually generate some real-world experience. And that is where I came up with a few of these ideas. But on top of that, once I started Cultivating Culture, I got to coach thousands of career changers who are making moves to all sorts of different industries. And I got to test out a few new strategies. So the five strategies in this podcast are the ones that I've seen be most effective for myself and the people that I've coached who are looking to make the jump into a new field with no experience. Let's talk through them. The first option for building experience in a brand new field is to volunteer. So it can be really, really hard to get people to pay you for your skills when you don't have any experience in their field. And you've probably already recognized that because why else would you be listening to this podcast? But there are a bunch of companies out there who would absolutely die to have an extra pair of hands on deck, especially if they didn't have to pay those people. And that's great news for you because that means all you need to do is find these organizations and pitch yourself in a way that allows you to build the experience that you're looking to build. So when it comes to types of organizations, there are really three that seem to be more open to this than others. The first are nonprofits and NGOs. These organizations tend to be operating on a bit of a tighter budget, and they also tend to be heavily mission-driven. So if you can show up and align yourself to the mission and be willing to offer your services for the exchange of experience and maybe a reference, they're going to absolutely love that. The second organization or the second type of company are local businesses. Local businesses are always looking for more people to come in and help them out. They typically are also operating on a limited budget, but you know they always have new initiatives and new experience, and their processes are typically more outdated than other businesses who have a larger budget and funding and things of that nature. So local businesses are another great place to look. And then finally, early state startups are great for this because they are also on a limited budget. They're trying to stretch their dollar as far as they can go. And they also don't have the same level of bureaucracy that mid-stage or late-stage startups have, or even, you know, further down the chain in terms of fully-fledged companies, corporations that have IPO'd, been acquired, and all that good stuff. So typically, all you need to do is reach out to the founder or somebody on the executive level at any of these types of companies and just say, you know, hey... Here's my name. I'm looking to make this transition from X industry to Y industry, and I'm looking to build my experience. I'd love to help your company. You know, I came across your company's name while I was looking for companies or organizations who were doing really interesting things in X space. If you're open to a conversation, I'd love to volunteer my services in exchange for you know some experience and just be able to to get in you know on the ground floor of this industry and understand what it's all about. So if that's at all interesting to you, if you'd be up to have a conversation, I'd really appreciate it. And if you send that to enough organizations, I think you're going to find that some of these bite. And then once you're in the door, you can start to build the skills. And once you have your skills 
sales up to a certain point, and especially if you can get some case studies out of these organizations, that is a great segue into the second way that you can build experience in a brand new field, which is by freelancing. So this is actually exactly what I did. I started with volunteering and I went out to a bunch of local businesses and I said, hey, let me help you generate leads using paid ads online. It was Google ads in this specific case. And after I had a couple of these businesses say yes, and after I'd built up some case studies, then I started going around to businesses and charging them for my services. So I started really, really small, like 50 bucks a month. And then with every new client, I went up by $25, $50. And I eventually got to the point where I was charging folks several hundred dollars a month for my services. And this was amazing because I was actually getting paid to learn. All of these clients, they did not know the digital landscape nearly as well as I did. So I wasn't, you know, the leading expert on paid Google ads or SEO or websites or any of this stuff, but I knew more than my clients and therefore they were willing to pay me, especially given the fact that my rates were significantly lower than the folks who were full-fledged experts in this industry. So that worked out really, really nicely. And the coolest part about freelancing is you can essentially bundle it up into your own business. And now you have something that's really, really credible and tangible for these companies in your new field to look back and see. And hopefully you're also working with your customers to get case studies and testimonials that you can pop on your website to make it even more legit. So that's the second option. The third way for you to build experience in a brand new field is to use what I call the 25 posts method. So what you're going to do here is you're going to challenge yourself to write 25 posts on your target field. Now, these could be blog posts. They could be LinkedIn posts. They could be TikTok posts. They could be Instagram posts. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that you commit to writing these posts in a constrained period of time. Typically, 30 days is good, but if you have to extend it to 45 or 60, that's totally fine. The reason why this is so effective is because you're essentially double dipping here. So in order to write, you need to be educated on a topic, right? You typically can't write about a topic in any coherent way if you don't already know about it. So this is a forcing function for you to actually go get educated on your target field. But then on top of that, when you share content in a public forum, especially on a platform like LinkedIn, you are going to get some visibility. People are going to see your posts. And many of these people are probably going to be working in the areas that you want to be working in. So now you're showcasing this experience in your new field. You are owning the message because you're writing the posts. And people who are working in this potential field have the opportunity to see your posts. So this is such an amazing way to actually validate your value and do it on your own terms. And don't just stop at 25 posts. I put that as a minimum because I think that's the minimum you need to get to in order for this to start releasing traction. But if you want to do 50 posts or 75 posts, or just commit to sharing a daily post every weekday, that is totally awesome. And that is going to help you achieve your goal. But writing in public, sharing in public and building in public is one of the best ways to build experience. The fourth way to build experience in a new field is to start a podcast. So one frustrating thing I see from a lot of job seekers is they're trying to network and nobody is willing to hop on a 30-minute pick-your-brain call. So instead of asking somebody to get on the, the phone for 30 minutes so you can pick their brain, invite them onto a podcast where they can tell their story. So the best way to do this is to create a podcast and position it towards your target industry, right? So let's say that you want to be a user experience designer, which is my go-to example. You might create a podcast called UX Design Secrets or something like that. And then you might create the description around it to be something along the lines of, you know, UX Design Secrets is a podcast where we host some of the most creative and innovative people in the UX industry and learn about their journeys and their mindsets and their strategies for creating amazing user experiences. So now you go out and you invite every single user experience designer on your target contact list to your podcast. And instead of saying, hey, can I pick your brain for 30 minutes? You say, hey, 
would you be willing to come on my podcast, UX Secrets? You know, I think the work that you're doing is amazing. I'd love to hear more about your story and your journey. Most people are going to say yes to that, especially because the folks that you're targeting probably haven't been on a podcast before. And that's a really cool thing to be offered. And the beautiful thing for you is now you get what you want. And in fact, you may actually double the amount of time that you sit down and chat with this person. But because it's a podcast and an interview format, you can ask them all of these questions, right? What's the biggest challenge your team is facing? What are you most excited about over the next three to six months? What were the biggest obstacles you faced early on in your career? You can get all this information that you would hope to get in a 30 minute pick your brain call. But now you're getting it through the guise of a podcast, which means people are going to be much, much more likely to share. So that is absolutely one of my favorite tactics for building experience in a new industry. And last but not least, our fifth way to build experience in a new industry is to build targeted projects. So what we're going to do here is look at our list of target companies, and you should have about 10 to 15 of these. And then what you're going to do is just go pick one and audit their strategy. So for example, if you want to work in Airbnb in marketing, go audit Airbnb's current go-to-market strategy and see what's working well, see what's not working well, go survey their customers, go look at their reviews, go do all these other things and look for missed opportunities and challenges. Then write up a case study that breaks down your research. How did you identify this challenge? How do you identify this opportunity? Then walk them through your solutions. How exactly would they execute the solution? What data have you used to back it up? And then share it on your personal site or on LinkedIn. Build some posts out about the process, right? Build in public about this project and then share the project in public. And the coolest part about this is now all of the companies that are on your target list, you know, your project can be used for each one of them, but you already have a value validation project ready to go for the specific company that you created the project around, right? So in this case, if we eventually got in the door at Airbnb, we would already have a value validation project ready to go. And in fact, we could even lead with that value validation project in our outreach to people at Airbnb. So this is beautiful because one, it helps you build experience in a new industry. You're honing your skill set for auditing a company and their strategy and coming up with solutions. You're also building in public so your contacts at these target companies can see the value that you bring to the table. And this stuff is going to be relevant to all of that company's competitors. So for Airbnb, right, if you did that for them, you could go to Verbo or you could go to any of these other similar platforms and you can say, hey, here's this audit I did for Airbnb. I can totally do this for you as well if you are willing to bring me in for an interview or if you're willing to hire me, right? So this is another awesome way to build experience, especially once you have three, four, five, of these projects on your site, on your LinkedIn, that's where the credibility really starts to kick in. So those are five different options that you can use to build your own experience. I always find it's best to try to mix and match some of them if you can. But really, the most important thing is to pick one that you're excited about and go deep on that because that's where most of the learnings are going to happen. That is where most of the perceived value is going to happen. And my favorite part about each of these is that anyone can do them. You don't need any experience. You don't need a certain degree and you don't need any money in order to make all of these happen. So that's it for today. As always, if you found this podcast valuable, please share it with just one other person who is looking to change careers, who is struggling with that question of not having enough experience. I hope there's something in here for them as well. Outside of that, thank you as always for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 